Oh, and welcome to the podcast, episode three of The Secret Chat, uh, where three, no, actually four very nice young young men, who you're, all your mothers would approve of, discuss, uh, they always brought something for show and tell, and we're going to kind of discuss it. Uh, I'm here with myself, Philip, with Matt, say hello. Hello. Uh, Amr, say hello. Hello. Let me say it again. Hello. Hello. And uh, maybe you've heard of him, but we have a very special guest this week. Uh, give it up for uh, Dylan Bunn. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. So, uh, Matt, uh, do you want to go in first? Uh, yeah. So, um, on April 28th, the uh, Pentagon released special videos of what we would like to call them uh, UFOs. And basically, these videos show, well, they date back to, I'd say, 2004, but they had also been leaked between 2007 and 2017, but weren't, they basically, weren't confirmed. They weren't confirmed by the Pentagon until two days ago. And basically, what these videos are showing is small aircrafts basically flying right under, right above the water and just in the fighter pilots that captured these ufos so-called ufos were in awe they had basically no idea what they were you know yeah so like people so these would be leaked from like a secret like people are like okay man i got this photo it's real it's from the government i know it's real so they like they'd leak them and then there'd be kind of conspiracies about them and then what you're saying is i'm just trying to catch up but up until recently the government kind of confirmed them Exactly. So okay. actually, the funny part about it is the third leak was actually published by an organ- organization co-founded by former Blink-182 singer Tom DeLonge. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So well, no one, everyone was like, I mean, this is a pretty uh, good source. I mean, we have a celebrity from Blink-182 releasing UFO documents, but I mean... You know, everyone is always like, "All right, conspiracy theories, yeah. UFOs are they, are they real? Or are they not?" <laughs> that was that was my skepticism when I first heard about this as well. I Man, um... but and like and like if you but if you look at the footage, if if it is legitimate, if they really did capture this, I mean, there's nothing man-made that can do what that thing did. Wait, I so mean, wait, it was what going the against picture? the wind. Well, I haven't seen these pictures. Can can someone explain? It's not a picture. Me? It's a video, oh, man. It's a video. It's, a, it's flying a, it's a, against it's a video, 120 yeah. knot winds. I mean, it's <laughs> literally, ridiculous. It's it's literally like a small aircraft just scooting across the water, basically. And these fighter pilots are just in awe of what they're seeing, and they're like, "What the hell is this? Like some, some alien is, is came this a drone down from space is this a drone, just scoot across is... the water." Exactly. <laughs> what? Now. In a statement earlier this week, the Pentagon did release these unauthorized videos, but they are not ready to, um, you know, say, uh, they're UFOs, yeah. yet they are unidentified flying objects. They are not necessarily extraterrestrial. Maybe this is why Donald Trump created the Space Force, because f- he's in on it. He knows what's up, and he, he created I the mean, Space Force to fight against these, the aliens. these aliens. He, he, was, he, was, he was driving it. Donald yeah, Trump. he was in it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's had thing. money for a yeah. long time. So, I he mean, put his you name don't know on what it. he's. You don't know what he's been doing before he became president. See, when I first heard about this, I I thought that maybe it was just like a really 
covert test of maybe something that the government's mm -hmm. testing out because you know the military gets everything that we get like 50 years earlier yeah, yeah the military the, has some yeah. crazy technology but the fact that the pentagon's pretty confused about it i don't know it's starting to make me think it's it's they weird, like wait this man. came from us like this is unprecedented this is unprecedented this I, is basically I, the first time they've acknowledged something like this because yeah, it, like if it was testing, someone in the Pentagon would say, "Hey, don't don't say we don't know what that is." And and the yeah. reason the reason I read that the reason they didn't release these uh, videos earlier and they were classified is because it was taken on. I think it was a F-15. I think that's their newest jet, and the weapons targeting systems that were used to to kind of capture the UFO because like, it's so fast. They yeah, were they so much more advanced. They didn't want other people to see. Like these cameras literally like just locked on to these flying objects and literally just sat with the object no yeah, matter how fast it was going. Yeah. yeah. I think this is more of a reason to raid Area fifty one this year. <laughs> I mean, we could try again. But I kid you not, I'm looking at this video right now and it looks like a TIE fighter from Star Wars just flying in the air. It looks ridiculous. It literally weird. looks like an oversized Tic Tac. And it like stops and rotates. I mean, what can do that? This is real? What? Yeah. Here, here. I'll, I'll link, link you the, the video, video real quick. In the, in the server. There's like three links I'm looking at, but this video Jesus, looks pretty insane. Okay. Oh, yeah, Whoa, the one I saw CNN. Well. Wow. All right. I mean, I have um, BBC News, if you'd like that. Oh, uh, these are real. And I have um, Wired as well. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? So, I guess since you can't see the video, it's kind of uh, like a UAV kind of looking. Wait, what is it? Can someone else explain and, like, it? It's, it's... it's like a damn Tic Tac, man. I mean, I, I don't even know if I'd, I'd go to say it looks like a stereotypical ufo like yeah like a like circular thing that's just very, moving back and forth yeah it's very grainy in quality it really looks like something you see yeah in it looks Wars like something, something yeah it really does look very spacey <laughs> like it did it literally like you know how you know how um it was a Django fett's ship that has yeah, those yeah it faces it did that basically it rotated from like horizontal level flight to vertical level flight. Well, I'm glad isn't I'm... it just good. Isn't it and... like sitting still in 120 mile an hour? Yeah. Like what can do that? Like, it wasn't even like rocking back and forth or anything. It was just sitting there. And like what is it? Like what is that? Honestly, like what could that even be? And I, so I have a quote from retired US Navy pilot David Fravor. He said, as I got close to it, it rapidly accelerated to the south and disappeared in less than two seconds. This was, on. Ex this was extremely abrupt, like a ping pong ball bouncing off a wall. It would hit and go the other way. What if it's like the Chinese? Chinese? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, the North this, Koreans. This, our futures are about to be really. It's already getting weird with Corona. Like, I mean, yeah. literally, so <clears throat> they basically did not say this is not a UFO. So they're they're leaving it open for interpretation and basically for us to kind of... I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, see, so the thing about UFO is everybody associates the word UFO with aliens, aliens. and extraterrestrial yeah. life. And it doesn't even but have to be. It's just an unidentified flying object. Yeah. Like when when we uh, when we created the blackbirds back in whenever, those like 
Yeah, Citizens saw war. blackbirds flying around, and they called them UFOs too. Yeah, so it could be just some but crazy technology. Pentagon also didn't say they have no idea what it is because he created the neither blackbird. confirm nor deny. I mean, so. when you see something in the sky rotating and spinning, that's, that's, that's something weird. It's freaky. Of. I feel like I'd be dreaming. I, like, I don't know. Like this I is mean, this is real. I mean, what is there? There's no explanation for this at this moment. I mean, it could be could be aliens. It could be. Oh yeah, there's now, some, there's some out there. There's something. Now now, to my next question, do you guys think? This could be the next step in finding these sacred aliens that no one has found yet. Or they already found us. I mean, they've I don't already know if I want to find the aliens. See, because if these aliens have this kind of ship and this is I like mean, a scouting mission, yeah, then this yeah. is just a scouting ship. It's supposed to be independent. These guys are probably these guys are probably like sightseeing or some shit. Oh, they're just, just like on a vacation. They're on a vacation. They're like, don't get too close to the humans. Yeah, they're, we're they're like violent. A, Earth is like a zoo, and they just kind of come around and. Yeah, exactly. They like look at these like, idiots down yeah. here. And it's like they, take they your pick no of humans doing. to uh, yeah. to probe and you know have fun with them, whatever. Yeah. And, oh, they have nuclear bombs. Oh, we can blow up their planets. Yeah. Did yeah. we destroy their planet? Jeez. <laughs> Because, I mean, if they are, like, it is aliens and they are scouting us, then that's probably one of the smallest, most agile ships they have. Just yeah. to be able to, like, probably I mean, only, like, imagine... two or three people in it. Yeah. People. I don't even know what the, whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine they're, like, aircraft carriers. I mean, imagine how many of those yeah. they can probably Imagine the want. alien mothership coming down. <laughs> yeah, and It's the exactly. size of, like, New York City. Like, Jesus, man. Not to mention what they can do to us biologically. We can have babies with them. Get some crossbreeding. And there's like, <laughs> but there's like no way for us to investigate this. Like, yeah, because we know we know that they're not from this galaxy. At least they can't be from one of the eight or nine planets that we consider to be in this galaxy. Yeah, because we've been able to. I mean, at that, least that's... study all the planets that mm. would inhabit people. There's no way they live on a ball of gas. They probably came through. And that's insane, animal. though. Like, where where do they come from? I mean, who who are they? What do they want? What I mean, there's so many questions. What could they so possibly want with us? Like, maybe just science, but like, what do we have to offer? Nothing. It'd be like that movie where they uh, talk to the aliens in capsule. Wait, say what? Say what? It's it called that movie where that lady talks to the, the aliens level? in the capsule? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that could be fun. We can make a good movie about it. There are already so many movies, though. A documentary this time. Oh, yeah, more like a documentary. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to think about all this. Do you guys believe those stories of people getting abducted? Uh, um, No, not really. I think if you got abducted, you wouldn't be able to tell the story of it. Yeah, they could give you some like amnesia medicine, or I don't think. I don't know, man. I don't think they been... would. They would put them back. You don't think they just take <laughs> them and just throw them away? I'd throw them away. Probably just like run tests and try to figure out like I don't know. Because think about it; these things probably look really fucking weird, like something out of a movie. But to them, that's what we look like too. Yeah, us with like our arms sticking out of our bodies and we we you know we clap our hands together to show that we 
we appreciate someone, you know, mm-hmm. when we collab. It's like it's weird to them, all of our culture and everything. It's it is weird. We're definitely weird to them. It could take people and try to understand, yeah, how to learn from them how they should go about contacting. They have them. like a human class. You study humans. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because if they if they've been scouting Earth, then they know things like they know how the world is, and they know they, they could be probably know that us. they. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say that. They, I mean, they, what if they would know that they would not be accepted? Yeah, by everybody. That's that's very true. There would be a huge like everyone like if aliens came to Earth, everyone would be talking about it. It'd be a huge deal. Do they really think want about that? it? Yeah. If there are aliens, and we have seen these videos, and this is what they are, they would have already attacked us if that was what. All right. Let me let me ask you guys this: Would you be friends with an alien dude? Oh yeah. That was chill, sure. like spoke English, but like you know, he's like a humanoid, typical gray alien, the Kinda big like, eyes uh, and the small uh, like, mouth. Like uh, what's his name? Paul. Paul. Yeah. Like Paul. Paul. Cool <laughs> with, with a Paul. Dude, I mean, that'd be dope. Imagine the kind of like drugs he would bring, like alien drugs. Oh my god! <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> Crazy LSD or something. <laughs> well, I mean, shit, we wouldn't even know about. Yeah. It seems like they can get to us very quickly, but like we'd have to do some damn interstellar. Like where ad, where ad are Astra they technologically wise? Like, know? have you have you guys seen Ad Astra? Yeah, I've not seen Ad Astra, but I've Pitt? seen Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen Interstellar. Yeah, it's pretty good. A little slow. It's a little slow, but like I thought it was cool how they literally have like a tower that can take you all the way to the moon, basically. I dream oh, about yeah. Freaky. And then, like, Interstellar, they had a whole daggone, a lifelong trip. I mean, it takes a long time to get through yeah. space. Yeah. Someone hired Christopher Nolan. This is huge. But then they discover, like, 5D in that movie. Yeah, there's like, some weird dimension. Where, like, time yeah. wasn't even. Wait, went through the black hole and then came out in his house or on the opposite on in the bookshelf in the bookshelf can't even comprehend what was going on uh, my brain exploded yeah but it's very interesting to think that there could be other beings living among us like <laughs> but they'd be scared they'd take form of a human and just chill with us like who knows like i could be an alien just duping all of you i, I mean i brought Seriously, it. I brought this UFO topic here. Like, you never know. Right. <laughs> so, this is how we're going to do it. He's, yes. letting his, he's letting his people know how we feel about them first. Yeah, I'm, I'm making my debut now as yeah, an alien. Matt's doing the grassroots movement to get the word out. <laughs> Liam, how would you guys feel about a world that was similar to, like, Blade Runner yeah, or, Blade or Star Runner. Trek or, you know, any of those sci-fi? Star Wars, anything. Star Wars, whatever. I mean, uh, that would be pretty scary, honestly. It'd be scary, yeah. It's an unstable it could, world. I mean, totally I mean I'd, totally different. I'd, lo- I'd love to go to an intergalactic bar such as the cantina and just drink and vibe with all the aliens. It'd be like, all right. And then some guy looks at me and says, I don't like you. My friend doesn't like you either. As long as they let me finish my final exams first, I'll be all right. Yeah, maybe the aliens can come cure COVID nineteen. Maybe that's what they're doing here. I mean, they're 
they released these videos as like a plea, like come yeah. save us. Like our shitty world needs help. For sure. But um, other than that, that's all I have on my topic. I mean, nice. it was it was very open for discussion. I mean, aliens. Oh, yeah. I hope they are real. For, but I, who knows? There's definitely something out there. I don't know if I hope they're real or not, though. I mean, there's got to yeah. be some sort of like, even if it's just like a cell, but there's got to be some sort of not a cell, but like a tiny, maybe dumbass, kind of retarded being in another I world. Mean, how long would it take us to travel to like Pluto if we want to go there? Like, a while, yeah, multiple years, yeah, like years. Yeah. So like, yeah, they could be in a galaxy. If if this ship disappeared in two seconds, like it could turn a year-long journey into like a day. If they could just give us the secrets of top, of light travel, what is that what it's called? Light light speed, light speed. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it took. I mean, how is how is what they're doing possible? I mean, they have technology that's so far beyond our grasp. We're saying they like it's actually like. Well, it took <laughs> it took ten years for the New Horizons mission to reach Pluto. It's kind of like an Avatar, right? They would have to go under, and then once. They after yeah, like get there. They like wake up once yeah. they get there. Yeah. And Pluto's like on the edge of our galaxy. Yeah, that's it could a long be three way. galaxies over, and it would take us thirty years just to get there. Can you use Google Maps to get to Pluto? <laughs> yeah. Hey Siri. Take the bus. Yeah. Okay, so you guys want to move on to the next topic? It's fine sure. with me. Okay, who wants to go next? Uh, Amr? Amr, do you want to go? Okay. Alright. Um, so, my topic is about a $1 billion North Korean bank heist. Um, took place in Bangladesh. I'm going to give you a little bit of, of background here. <clears throat> February 7th, 2016 in Bangladesh. The director of the Bangladesh Central Bank got off the elevator on the ninth floor, headed to the back office of the Accounts and Budgeting Department. This is like the most restricted area of the building, and this is like the the National Bank for Bangladesh. And so it'd printer, be like our U.S. Mint or something. Yeah, essentially. And the printer wasn't working for the for the past few days, <clears throat> and it was automated. It hooked up to the bank software. It was around the clock, twenty four seven, printing out the transactions. Um. Due to this issue, the printer remained empty, and eventually, after a bunch of trying stuff and replacing stuff, whatever, they were able to restart the printer, and the backlog of transactions started rolling out. So eventually it became obvious that something wasn't right. There was a lot more statements than they expected. I mean, it was way over the amount. And they found uh, 35 payment orders that were suspicious and had ridiculously large amounts of money transferred from Bangladesh's own bank account. So they didn't know they didn't know where they were going. They didn't know what happened. And the security system that international banks use is called SWIFT and it's it's unbreachable. I mean it's not it's not possible to be hacked from the outside. Right? Okay. <clears throat> and so this started this all started nine months earlier when just outside Manila, a man, four the men opened, yeah, four men opened bank accounts with just five hundred dollars inside, 
left and never returned. <clears throat> and okay. um, can you give me like so an explain like M five so far? So essentially, the printer in uh, Bangladesh stopped working, yeah. and they have thirty five transactions that are suspicious as hell, and it's totaling to a billion dollars. They they don't know where they're Jesus. going, <clears throat> and they're all to like these private entities that are like kind of unknown. They're not to other country. They're all over all over the globe, but they're in like private businesses, so it's it's weird. Okay. <clears throat> so, anyways, so an employee at that bank where they opened the four bank accounts in uh, the Philippines was checking his email, and opened a malicious email, and it downloaded a program and hacked the central bank's computer systems. Uh, this allows the intruders to enter the network and gain access to the inner workings of the Bangladesh Bank. <clears throat> uh, can I stop you right there for a second? Yeah. Um, we actually have a viewer question. <laughs> um, Get Hazy, uh, we're live on Twitch right now, but Get Hazy asked... Uh, this is actually very... Uh, I'm actually curious about this too, but do you guys think Lady Gaga has a penis? He just wanted to bring it up. We can maybe talk about it for like a minute. What do you guys think? Lady Gaga's beautiful. Lady Gaga, I do not think she has a penis. She might. Um, I don't know. In her most recent film with Bradley Cooper, it was actually an alright movie. I, I thought I it was a great movie. Yeah. I. She looked very good in the film. Yeah. And, Did you uh, see a bulge or anything? I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything either. I mean, maybe just an enlarged clitoris. Yeah, <laughs> like really enlarged. <laughs> I mean, I mean, geez. I don't. I don't think a person of her character would be <clears throat> having yeah. have something strapped below the waist. Hey, we should have her on the show and ask her. Yeah, if anyone knows I mean, Lady Gaga or her agent, get her on the show. We can ask her. And I'm, I'm going. Um, to our friends at. Our friends at Impulsive Podcast, please uh, send her contact information over. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, so okay, uh, topic back discussed. To yes, Amr, continue. All right, so the, this guy, he downloaded an email that was sent by one of these North Korean hackers. And the email downloaded some malicious software that allowed them to get into the bank's soft like credentials and stuff like that. And allowed them to hack into the system. And so the way Swift works is... It sends, so you have like credentials that you use to log into Swift, and both banks have Swift, right? So they're both secured by that by that regard. But in terms of actually sending the money, it's the money itself is not secured. It's just the the requests and transfers that are secured. So when you request something and somebody else pays you, those are are secured, encrypted, and locked, right? If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So sense. the money itself is not like monitored or or checked for malicious activity. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, so the people don't people don't get don't get wary of this, you know. They're like, "Oh, it's completely safe. There's nothing wrong." Until they get into the actual bank's credentials. So they got the bank's credentials and used them to log into Swift and create real money transfer orders from the Bangladesh bank accounts to their bank accounts. 35 transfer requests all over the world 
totaling up to $951 million, was being sent from SWIFT, which is supposed to be super secure and legitimate. So these seemed legitimate at the time to, to everybody, including the, the Bangladesh Bank, until they realized the total amount was $951 million. <clears throat> it's kind of, have you guys seen Hashtag. Office Space? Yes, we have seen Office Space. Yeah. yeah. This, this, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into all this, but just it, it blows my mind how people can just take advantage and just come up with all this stuff and find those loopholes and make. Why can't of I do that? Yeah, like, where? How do I get into this? Well, I mean. You're about ninety nine percent sure to get caught, so I would not recommend. Well, I mean, you think of all the people that, that have done it and never got caught. We don't know about them. I mean, probably didn't talk about it on Twitch, though. Yeah, yeah if I were to steal like a <laughs> million dollars, I would not boast about it. Well, you're already. Shh. All right, Amr, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, anyways. Some of these orders were sent to New York, and the at this time, this is all in the middle of when Bangladesh had that printer problem from earlier, right? They're still trying to get it up at this point. And they sent money to the Federal Reserve. New York was like, what's what's going on? You know, what what are these orders? Where's and they contacted cash? they contacted Bangladesh. And they returned some of the money. They returned $870 million back to them. Jeez. So what was left some. was about... No, that's almost all of it. What was yeah, left yeah, was yeah, about yeah. $80 million. And <clears throat> these, these last couple transfers ended up in those bank accounts for, uh, in the Philippines. Okay. And this was, this was for a company called the Shalika Foundation. What does the Shalika Foundation do? The Shalika Foundation is a fake organization. It's not really... Um, okay, like okay. I, I see where this is going. Yeah, so I mean, until then, they had $500 inside, untouched, for nine months, until a sudden cash infusion of $81 million. So they had been planning this. Whoever did it, they think it's North Korea, but whoever did it had these four bank accounts set up nine months in advance and waited until the perfect time. So these, this $81 million was able to slide under the radar. For some reason, it didn't trigger trigger alerts. It was quickly withdrawn and laundered through the casinos, and they could not get the money back. And the way that they did this was the the stop, they have like stop orders, right? You stop a transfer. If you don't want something to go through, you but the, ba the Bangladesh Bank issued stop orders to all 35 of those transfers, including those four that went through. Okay. But it was not received by the RCBC Bank on the expected Monday because that Monday was the Chinese New Year. It's a non-working holiday in the Philippines. So, That's so okay. So let me let me let me go back and, and um, kind of sum this up. So on Thursday evening they entered the system. At the start of the weekend, when the when the Bangladesh Bank is closing on Friday. The Bangladesh Bank closes because it's a Muslim country, right? So right. they close on Fridays. So on Friday, the New York Federal Reserve tries to clarify the request of Bangladesh, but no one's there. On Sunday, the Bangladesh staff return from the weekend, but can't get through to New York because it's now the weekend in the U.S. 
On Monday, the Federal Reserve finally gets the orders to stop the transfers, but not the Philippines because it just so happened to be Chinese New Year's there. And only on Tuesday, five days after the heist, the RCBC find out about the fraudulent transfers. But by then, it was already too late. They took the money out, they laundered it through the casinos, and they made away with it. <clears throat> and so... So then they were they were investigating um, who could have been responsible, and these two Chinese men named Ding and Gao were nice. found were eventually <laughs> were eventually found to be responsible for setting up the fake accounts in the Philippines. But they turned out just to be middlemen. But they were still you know crucial to the whole operation. Yeah, if I were like a if I, if I could get like a million dollars to be a middleman, I'd do it. Even though like they don't have much to do with the, the whole scheme, anyways. Mm-hmm. Be like a sad man, just yeah, funneling, get, get a little bit of the cut. Like if I'll be like a puppet king, if like give me some uh some Bessie and some big tits, like I'll be I'll be a I'll be a puppet king. So okay. so, anyways, <laughs> eventually, eventually the um cybersecurity experts. So these guys that took the eighty one million, they got away, right? They don't know they don't know where they went to exactly. They don't know where the money went. It was laundered successfully. <clears throat> we don't really know what happened. But in this, the cybersecurity experts analyzed the malware that was used to hack into that guy's computer in the Bangladesh bank. And they found North Korean, or Korean, not North Korean, sorry. It's the same, or essentially the same. They I found Korean saw where it's like two different languages almost. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know, honestly. But anyways, they found Korean on the... In the code and and an IP address connecting to North Korea, so it was it was likely that North Korea was responsible behind this and had a huge hand in this, potentially being the sole culprit. But it is also possible that they they were framed as you know we don't know how much capability North Korea has if they have the capability to to run some operation like this. With nine months of planning, we don't know what they're doing. They also have tons well, isn't, of people. What are you isn't saying? Corona really bad there right now? Um, okay. it's suspected to be, but I they're mean, not like, going to release any information. Yeah, Dude, I mean, they this, already need money like crazy. I was yeah. about to say this money could uh have been used to save uh Kim Jong Un. I mean, Is he we alive? don't know if he's dead. We do We don't know. It's Come very. On. Suspect. Also, uh, like, is he running this operation now? If he's dead, like, I don't know. Like, he'd take credit for it. I don't know. They want to keep um, everything quiet around there. So, so this isn't the only example of North Korea using, you know, private accounts. Not not private accounts, but kind of subversive under the radar tactics. Yeah. They often have people that are sent abroad to work in these camps. Like they send people up to Siberia, and you have to have, you have to leave your kid and your wife back at home. You have to have a kid. Jeez. If you don't have a kid, you can't go because then they can't threaten you. So okay. you have, so you leave them back there, and you go to Siberia, and you get paid for it a little bit, but the so, North Korean yeah. state takes the vast majority of it, and they have yeah. these people all over the world working undocumented as basically slave labor to get a little bit of money so the Kim family can party. Saw that but, in, a, in a documentary. Yeah. 
Yeah, some and Russian it's... guy on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But, uh, dudes he was talking to, they had come back from working. Some of them had worked for like two years, and they made like I think like three thousand dollars. Jesus Christ, that's and nothing. They were, he was he was asking them, just like, is that a lot? Like korea and he was like it's more than what i would get in korea but it's still not like considered a lot well, how much does the average korean north korean citizen make like a year i don't probably know probably not, not much, much at all ten dollars at least heard what that guy said he was there for two years made thirty five hundred dollars he said it was more but it still wasn't considered a lot yeah. i guess when you have a lot of money you have like 5k i don't know yeah you considered rich in north korea with 5k I actually saw two where they had like a secret rich glass. Like all the diplomats were like, there's like these people that have been like, they're like something, the super rich class of people. Hmm. Something like a super rich class of North Korean people that have been like importing, like been tracking like imports on North Korea, and there's been like yeah, big in- exotic cars and like can't see like jewelry, like diamonds and like important ivory and all kinds of shit. So this source right here that I'm looking at says the average uh, income per person per year is only thirteen hundred dollars. Jesus, for a just, year he'd make twenty six hundred while he's working. Here. How much is the thirty five hundred was like more? How much is the like? How do they survive on that? Does the government like give out free shit? Government doesn't give them jack shit. They take. Like, they take lives. I got to go watch that video. I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna... Yeah, I hope North Korea doesn't come barging down my door right now, for talking shit. I mean, I don't. I don't get how they're so low income yet they boast about all this stuff. They're very like, eco-friendly. I, they're pumping that money into the middle. This video, they um, they show a news um source from North Korea, and they were talking about how um, like George Bush was gonna like say he was sorry for what he had said about North Korea and was gonna give them food something. The dude in this video was talking about how, like, the people in North Korea are, like, 40 years behind. Oh, yeah, like, I believe it. people they talk about and the celebrities, like, they want to see shit are, like, from 40 years ago. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, like... That's, dude, that's so like They still want to see, like, like their, President Nixon. Their American music is, like, like, 80s type shit. Oh, so they're, like, living in the 80s right now? They're like, dang, this, like, uh... What's a yeah, shit like that? I can't wait to see the new Indiana Jones. Yeah, movie. the new Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Have you guys seen it? <laughs> oh maybe, my god! Maybe we can go see go to the cinemas and catch it this next weekend. Yeah, I mean, man, they're basically stuck in the fifties. Yeah, how are they? Have you seen those videos of um, there's traffic? There's like people there. Um that get up at like 4 a.m. and go direct traffic in like the capital of North Korea and there's like nobody out on the street. <laughs> so so they're basically just like directing nobody. They're like, okay, this lane can go, this one stops, but like no one's there. But they just have to keep doing it all day. 
on like a work schedule. So yeah. the only time people are in the streets is for like their scheduled time that they're not working. Yeah, so if they don't do it, dead. You know, there's um when it snows, when it gets really icy on the roads, everybody's responsible for their patch of road to clear the ice because they don't have anything to clear the ice with, so they can't just shut down the roads. Ugh, Everybody has to clean their own, their own patch of street. You know those motherfuckers get out there first sunlight and scrape that shit up too. Every fucking <laughs> yeah, bit yeah. of it. People will go out there so and like disciplined. There'll be people on the streets just shoveling the streets. I wish it I had the worth ethic, worth ethic, worth work ethic of a North Korean. <laughs> Spit it out. Spit I'm it trying. Out. I'm trying. No, that's I mean, that's crazy. Shit. Honestly. I mean, they really, truly are brainwashed. Yeah. Imagine. Sure. Is, I mean, there's if a you've lot seen of like people out there like that. That's people that do escape and go to South Korea, the North Koreans that escape, they're still like they're like bullied by the South Koreans. Yeah, word. Yeah. So even I mean, when they escape, they're harsh. like they're ruthless over there, man. Yeah. <laughs> America. I want to meet a North Korean though. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, we should get one on the podcast. Just... Just in, that video, story. in that video I linked, um, he. Huh. I need to watch check, that. Yeah, I'll check that out after we finish up the podcast. It's like a few parts. Yeah, if you want to see North Korea in the way it is, truly, watch the interview. I'll link it in the chat. Yeah. I'll post, the, uh, post it on the Twitch. I'll have my There we go. Okay. All right. Uh, should we move on to the next topic, or are you good, Omer? Or did? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, but going right back to you, real quick, Omer. There, I feel like there's a high probability it could. Have... I think yeah, it I mean... is. I mean, the IP tracked back to them. So all yeah. their stuff, they could have just gotten a bunch of. Tech. I mean, they're never gonna admit it, but we just have to assume it was, even though it's not right to assume. All right, so, agree to disagree. Flip, are you next? Yeah, I'll go next. Okay. Uh, for my topic today, I chose um kind of trick or treating, and you know we all kind of just take it for granted. You know, we're gonna go trick <laughs> trick or treat on Halloween. You know, go get free candy from strangers. But you know, like, do you know why we do it or where it even came from? Because obviously, when we were born, we weren't just like, hey, October thirty first, let's go trick or treat, right? Yeah, I mean, we were told. Yeah, we were told to do it, but like, why? Why were we told to do it? Didn't it come from, like, Europe? Yeah, wasn't it? Hmm? I don't know what country it was from, but I feel like somewhere in Europe invented it. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's... it's, No one knows exactly where it came from, but a lot of kind of the factors that contributed into trick-or-treating, like, um, like, I guess I'll go ahead and get into it. It kind of even dates back to ancient Greece, so, um, ancient Greece, wow. kind of like a, tra- a tradition in ancient Greece on, on the island of Rhodes, kids, it was like a custom to go door to door singing a song in exchange for like a treat or like they like egg their property or like cause mischief or some shit. <laughs> oh, so, we should do it. Yeah. So even back in ancient Greece, kids were still just like extorting adults from, for, for treats. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it does. Um, also, I Origins, um, I think we've all kind of heard about this, but it dates back to the Celtic like pagan festivals. 
Um, I have heard yeah, about that. Yeah. It, well, it, a, lot, a lot of it dates back to that, where um, between like October 31st and November 1st, uh, right before about like when winter started, they would say is like when winter is like the darkest part of the year. So they'd have this big festival where everyone kind of like has fun, gets drunk, and dresses up. Because in that time period, uh, between uh, during their festivals, it's supposedly the it's when the veil between life and death is the thinnest. So if you kind of dress up in a costume, uh, like a like a fairy or like a soul or a spirit or something, then death or like other spirits will kind of leave you alone, you know. So that's why kind of people dressed up during that mm-hmm. time period. Kind of. Yeah. So. Huh. Well, I mean. It's kind of the same as today. People want to hide who they are on this date of October 31st and kind of be someone else, you know? Yeah, so, um, like I said, it was, um, they would dress up, kind of have fun, because it it doesn't date back to one specific festival. It was like multiple festivals, uh, multiple fake uh, pagan festivals, and, um, People would, you know, dress up in hope, in hopes that they would be kind of left alone by the spirits and everything. Um, and some people would leave uh, food or drinks out for the the spirits in hopes that they would be left alone as well. And it also dates back. There's something called um, soul cakes. So this has to do with Christianity, mm. but in the 15th century, um, people would go singing like they go to people's windows. And start singing, uh, for like people's lost loved ones or something like that. Kind of like sing, pray for their souls, sort of like we do, in exchange for like a soul cake. Which a soul cake looks kind of like a muffin. Looks pretty good. I was about to say, I'm I'm looking at a soul cake right now. It looks pretty good. Cinnamon, nutmeg, yeah, sugar, butter. Sounds pretty good. So for exchange for like a song, I'd so sing. It looks kind of like like a sugar cookie, maybe with a little a little. You got about four houses, <laughs> yeah. Chilling, yeah. You got that's your. That's, you could honestly, you could hibernate with. You go to if you know how many houses do you guys go to normally when you were little and you trick or treated. <laughs> Shit, like uh, a lot. Shit, Dylan, Fifteen, yeah. twenty. Dylan, you know our neighborhood. And I, I swear, bro, I probably went to like sixty. 60 yeah. houses Matt, you know bedford like yeah, no, I, 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 yeah I, I went to a lot I too to, i used to have to take two pillowcases with me I would fill them Jeez, both up. two pillowcases yeah oh my god were you running to house, to of, house see we used to go out early too because the people that put the buckets out and say take one we would just go around and dump <laughs> all those in the bags early <laughs> <laughs> learned yeah. after a couple years that if we got there late they were all gone so yeah, yeah. we were like old enough to go just us and like without my parents and you just would go early and steal all that shit oh, then go yeah, grub on candy this. until it got dark and the actual houses you were like a you were like a thief you were like a crook yeah they used to have a haunted house halloween. in our neighborhood too the halloween Dude, heist that was, that was really good that haunted house yeah we used to that used to take up like two hours of every night was it an actual house used to go. Yeah. yeah like some old guy and his whole family like we just so cool. set it up in their backyard, and he had like a fenced-in backyard. So you go in on one side, and it like like a big like a loopy tunnel. maze, and it comes out on the other side. That's, That's kind of so dope. Cool. Dang. Yeah, when we were younger, dude, that was the shit. But he stopped doing it. 
Oh, I was missing. Yeah. I remember oh. everybody used to go out there. Would it be actually like kind of scary, dude? People from out yeah. out of the neighborhood would I come guess, and at go the time. Yeah, I mean, I remember going to um, y'all's neighborhood once or twice for Halloween. So yours, I, your neighborhood was like the go-to. Like, oh, if yeah. you lived on like this a dirt really road good. with no neighbors, you'd go to that neighborhood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like me. I, I if you like lived in an apartment complex or some shit. Okay. If you're trying right, now, if you can um, pass for like twelve. And um, yeah, you're probably pretty. All right, hmm. so uh, moving on with my topic. Uh, so that was kind of like the background of... So we got all the factors, right? We have the dressing up. Um, we have the leaving, getting treats. We have uh, tricking people, causing mischief. We So we have all, like, we have everything, but we don't have the trick-or-treating. So um, the traditions carry over to America. Um people are still kind of in different parts of America. There's reports of people, it's called souling where they just kind of dress up, have maybe a festival, get kind of drunk, um, maybe get a few treats. There's uh, some, if you look up some postcards, there's like postcards of children dressing up, but not actually trick or treating. So like there were kids dressing up, but not going house to house and doing all that. So it was all kind of morphing together, but it wasn't there just yet. Right. Um, so really trick-or-treating kind of really kicks off after World War II because all the sh- there's, you couldn't, you couldn't really go trick-or-treating in World War II because of sugar rationing and everything. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's really when like the media got a hold of it, that's when it really kind of blew up. So like pe- Peanuts, Peanuts, um, comic strip depicted, um, kid, the, uh, the, you know, like all those kids in this the cartoons dressing up, going trick-or-treating. There was, like, special Halloween episodes that appeared on TV. Um, companies, uh, even, like, 10 months before uh, Halloween, were grasping onto it, and they would produce these masks, like, really cheap masks that you could go buy and be your favorite character. Because, like, if you're a kid and, you know, you want to be, I don't know, what's a character... Uh, cowboy, a cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> you want to be a, a cowboy? <laughs> you say Rapunzel. I, I watched Tangled last night. All right. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck is that the first character that came to your mind? Okay, a cowboy literally. works better. Uh, yeah. If you want to be like a cowboy, you could go. Or even Rapunzel. like a soldier right yeah. after World War Two. Yeah, I mean, could get your toy so gun. Many soldiers yeah. were the heroes, so they could produce all these masks, thousands of them, for like really cheap. Um, you could go out and buy it because you know, like now nowadays, it's pretty easy just to go get a costume. But like back then, think about it, like how it. I'm guessing it would have been a lot you'd harder. You have to get your uh, mom to make you a costume for yeah, like months ahead of the time. Yeah, I know a lot of stories of people kind of talking about their moms or them having to make their own costume rather than going out, yeah, and going to Halloween Town and buying it. I mean, it's. These corporations eat up Halloween. Like yeah, exactly. fucking, you, you can you can make any snack, any candy, any snack into like a Halloween themed yeah treat. Exactly because the um that's we're gonna say other corporate like Eminem or I guess whoever owns it Mars Mars I don't, I don't know they got in on it they started producing like candy for Halloween uh and this is kind of what sealed the deal for uh, trick or treating uh Disney very widely known in the 50s still widely known today uh they released an episode 
called Trick or Treat. So literally Trick or Treat. So by then, it was like everyone knew the tradition of going around, getting candy. Um, and yeah, so pretty much. Uh, and then there's also in the, you know, in the word Trick or Treat, I've talked a lot about people just getting the treat, but I haven't really talked about the trick. Uh, there are a lot of reports of, there's a lot of different names for it, but I think Devil's Night is kind of widely uh, known, more commonly known. It's Devil's Night is, it was really before trick-or-treating was kind of a thing, thing. but in uh, Detroit, like in Detroit, there was like over 800 cases of arson on October 31st. So kids would like Jeez. just go out and just go burn shit. And so, like, adults would be like, well, if you're an adult and you don't want some kid to come, like, burn your house or, like, cause mischief or whatever, what would you do? You'd, like, leave him a treat, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, if you would, like, okay. Blackmail them to giving you candy. So, like, children have been extorting adults for a very long time. (laughs) So, so, um, there's, like, it's also called Cabbage Night. I think in, like, Massachusetts or Ohio calls it something else. But, yeah, so parents, it's like if you invited a kid into your house, you know, you give them for apples, maybe give them a beer. Um, I guess not a beer, but, like, if you give <laughs> him some juice. candy. Yeah, like a juice. You know, you, maybe he juice won't box. egg your house or fork your house or something. I mean, you got to yeah. you gotta satisfy the kids. Yeah. But uh, a little off topic with going back to what you were saying about Disney earlier. Did you know that Disney is losing thirty million dollars a day right now because of coronavirus? Wait, because like, like the theme parks are shut down, like they're not the... making any revenue off except yeah. off of like, I mean, like its TV and cable networks are it's struggling. Much. I mean, boo like, Disney's worth so much. I, I mean, Disney Plus is popping. Losing, actually, losing thirty million from their accounts, or are they just making thirty million less? See, that's not. I'm not sure about that because I mean, like, ESPN is owned by Walt Disney Corporation, and they have nothing to show. No sports, nothing. I mean, they have like, yeah. daily like reruns and whatnot. But their like, stock gone down like hella. Yeah, it's at like a 52-week low right now. Well, it's rough. But anyways, continue. I don't know. I just kind of want to discuss, like, uh, this is kind of my last thing uh, on my topic to discuss, but uh, the kind of like the anxieties and the fears of, because I feel like trick or treating is kind of dying out nowadays. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I would definitely say. I so. can agree with that. Dylan, what do you think? I feel like the I feel like the age in which kids get tired of trick or treating keeps them lower. Yeah. Like yeah. when do you when do you guys stop trick or treating? Uh, Honestly, I did it all through high school because we used to just ground. I was about to say, I mean, I stopped when I was like, I stopped like twelve or thirteen. Like, I, I'd rather stay home and just. I stopped like seventh or eighth grade, I think. Dang, I stopped when I was like fifteen. Yeah, I mean, it's like being in the house when everybody's outside. I just couldn't do it, so we just used to go. Well, I mean, like my neighborhood, there's no one in my neighborhood. That trick or treat, yeah, like exactly. we had, yeah. like this year we had zero trick or treaters come to our house. Bet. <laughs> really? Yeah, zero. Well, who would come to your so house? Funny. It's like nothing I out mean, there but fields. I, I, mean, I mean, there's like a few kids two, out there. Though. There's two neighborhoods, but I mean, that like, seems like a. I I definitely just go somewhere else. Knocks on your door, but, but like, I don't know. 
I, Halloween is good for the little little kids, and then like the college kids. Like Halloween is a huge deal on all college campuses, and oh yeah, Halloween for me, it's it's gone from. <laughs> being you know first it was my parents would kind of go with me teach me the rules of halloween like hey this person's lights are off that means they don't want to participate and go up you know tell them who you are get candy and then it went for me and my friends we go around the neighborhood and we get candy and getting all that and then it was like maybe i'm too old for it what do i do now so now i just you know party on halloween yeah i mean now instead of dressing up as your favorite character People are dressing up as their favorite character in college, but making it more risque, so to speak. Yeah, maybe a little sluttier. Sluttier. Sluttier for the women, and then a little more rough for the men. And kind of, like, people lean to, like, like people dressing up as... Yeah, like, me and Dylan dressed up as the (laughs) Peaky Bond. Yeah, I did like that. That was funny. And then, like, but then there's, like, the people on, like, college campuses that are dressing up as, like, white claws and, like, beers. <laughs> and, and, like, there's some girl at ECU is dressed up as, like, a jewel or something, you know? Yeah. Very, very suggestive costumes. And instead of candy, you're going to the PJ, getting you a cup of PJ. <laughs> Maybe feel bring like... in, uh, your treat is bringing a bottle of liquor to the party. For the younger kids, though, I feel like it's more for the parents now than anything. You think? Yeah. So we'll dress your kids up, have the pictures yeah. for when you're older, uh, and yeah. when you're a grandma, you can look through your little thing. Yeah, and a lot of parents, like, one, I remember one year, like, do you guys remember, like, if you were not allowed to trick-or-treat, like, you'd remember that year, right? Because I remember one year, I wasn't allowed to trick-or-treat, and so I had to go to, like, something called trunk-or-treat. You guys heard of that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, went, I, had to go, I had to go to a trunk-or-treat. Yeah. It was it's awful. so bad. It's, like, it's, like, not the same thing at all. It's, like, yeah, I get to play these games in exchange for candy, but it's, like, it's not the same thing as going off on your own and maybe risking... Yeah. An a-, a razor blade and an apple, which never even happens. Which I also wanted to talk about, too. Yeah, that never happens. Oh, so, yeah. hey, um, we have we have someone in the chat that said uh, Halloween, or as I call it, All Sluts Eve, is my favorite time of the year. Thank you for your comment, <laughs> Mayor of Al- Al- Albuquerque. 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 Thank you. Oh, we got the mayor of. Wow, we got a we got a mayor. Uh, the wow. mayor. Mayor. The mayor. Going up in wow. the world. I don't know who you are, but thank you, Mayor, He's for the mayor. your comment. The mayor I will be voting city. for you. Or whatever. Yes, you have my vote. But uh, yeah, I was going to talk about kind of the anxieties of Halloween. It's like, it seems like it was like reverse engineered almost. Like, you hear about, hey, this check your kid's candy for razor blades. But like, that was always like the fears. And then there was those urban legends that turned out to be true. Like, there was reports of this like guy in texas like put cyanide in his kids pixie stick and Jesus. then yeah and then he pulled he took out like a insurance policy on them so that like his kid would eat it and then he get a bunch of money after the kid died and he just like he died and he did yeah, like a hundred yeah he did he get away with it what happened he got away with it. We probably no, wouldn't have heard of no, it. We heard, well, no, like yeah. he, he, like it's, yeah, obviously he didn't get away with it. But then there's also this other 
it usually doesn't work out for people that insurance fraud type yeah. shit. So he tried. They're just using Halloween as an ex- like, as as there is. I guess they're uh, they're blaming it on the Halloween and like this other report of you know people giving out drugs or something. Like there's this guy in California, like a dentist, I think, that put instead of candy, he just gave out laxatives. So it was just a bunch of little kids just like taking massive shits. I mean, I guess it's pretty harmless. I feel like that's what what people like to do now, though, is, like, blamed Halloween for that instead of the guy who just took advantage of Halloween. Yeah, exactly. It's not really Halloween's fault, because 99.9% of people aren't doing that. Exactly. Just him and maybe one other person did that, then... Nah. Yeah, it's like that yeah, happens, you, and then it makes just the use headlines. that as their opportunity. Yeah, like it happens, and then it makes this huge headline, and then now everyone sees it, and they're like, "Oh my god, that could happen in my neighborhood," even though it doesn't happen. Ninety-nine point nine. Why did he put cyanide in his kids' cookies on fucking Christmas morning? So then if he wanted on to Christmas. blame somebody, yeah. maybe he wanted to blame somebody. Yeah, he was gonna. Kid. He put it in his kid's pixie stick because he wanted to blame some crazy person uh, in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably had like the box of pixie sticks yeah. in his pantry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like dude, oh, cyanide in the trash. They're like, dude, come on, you gotta be better than this. What? It's not mine. And there's also this report of um, these kids ate um, they're like uncles, or not uncle, but I don't know who it was, but like they're. These kids ate someone in their family's stash of drugs. I guess overdosed and died. And so he's like, oh my god, what do I do? I could, I'm going to go to jail for this. So he basically blames it on Halloween. Like, So he said it was like in the candy. So that made headlines. And then everyone's like, oh my god, people are giving out drugs. Yeah, that, uh, going back to that, like every year we see our local news networks putting out like cautions for people handing out edibles. Who would hand out Bro. an edible to yeah. a kid? Like, I wouldn't give my edibles to nobody. No. <laughs> I was about to say, like, <laughs> yeah, do you no. think somebody just has like tons and tons of like THC gummies to just be handing out the kids? It's no, expensive. they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be giving those out at parties or selling yeah, them. I don't parties. know, they're man. I could be... see some people doing that. To be just handing them out to kids? Yeah. Really? Nah, I, I don't, I don't know. know. People are crazy. Point of that, though. If you go to, like, dude, if you go to, like, California or something, you find, like, some... Well, I mean that, but, like, a small town, North Carolina... Yeah, no, I don't think... Like... No, no, no. Of course not. But, yeah. like... Maybe some crazy psychopaths bored yeah, in quarantine. Yeah. Like, but, like, the point is, like, I think a year or two ago, somewhat... I think maybe last year... The p- local police found a guy that had like a huge bag of edibles, and they they just automatically assumed that he would be giving them out to little kids. Yeah, like, but why would uh, like if I was like a parent and my son or daughter brought back a a, a brownie like wrapped in plastic wrap, would be like, no, do not eat that. <laughs> yeah, like obviously I'd be like, keep it. the Smarties and 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 the Snickers, but don't eat the homemade candy or the uh, uh, I would bring a brownie back i'd eat that bitch right <laughs> yeah spot. i'd be like yes yeah, <laughs> let me smell that like oh okay <laughs> i'll keep that <laughs> hey have you guys seen those videos of people giving laxatives to seagulls no yes i've seen that what I've people, seen get, that. people get shit on left and right <laughs> i i saw that that's so thing. annoying that's it's like so mean <laughs> <laughs> mm, well uh 
Are you about ready to move on to Dylan's topic? Yeah, Dylan, do you want to go and go? Topic of the night. Yeah, the, the last, last topic. topic. Okay, That's so the, the topic I have brought today uh, is a little bit criminal justice related here, but okay. more uh, more so for your personal pleasure. Uh, there's a movie about this. It is called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. It's on Amazon Prime. Going to go ahead and oh. plug that first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the individual we will be discussing is alias is Edward Carver, also known as the Water Street Butcher. Have any of you ever heard of him? I have from I I have. you only. What was his name? Uh, Edward Carver, but I'm a little confused on that. I don't know if that's his name they know it, for sure, or if it's that, his... That's his alias. It's They don't know his name. Uh, okay. Well, the reason I'll get into that later, but basically on the film, which is I watched the film first, and then I did a little bit of research on him. So This guy basically was in New York and was kidnapping people, torturing them, killing them, and he he filmed it all with a handheld camera. Okay. So he 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 actually filmed himself kidnapping people, so that um, whenever the police ended up finding all his stuff, they could watch it because he wanted them to actually see it. So he's a crazy narcissist. Uh, he, yeah, basically. Okay. So but he's like creepy too. Like yeah. he does like little oh, yeah. dances and stuff. It's like he was. So what he did when he would kidnap people is basically like really scare them. So what he always wore. Have you guys seen those like old like Italian plays with like the mask that has like a beak mm-hmm. looking thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Where he wore a mask like that and just all black clothes, like an opera mask, kind of. Yeah, yeah, basically an opera. And so he made him so interesting to me was that they never found him. Oh, they haven't found this guy. Yeah, he's oh. still out there. That's, that's it's happened uh, late '90s, early 2000s, and they never found him. The only thing they found was after his last document. Murder. They ended up finding his um his house. They he had sent like a letter. But what he did sent a letter to the police and said that they missed a body because they had found a bunch of bodies. Yeah. He said they he told them that they missed a body basically. <laughs> and he probably so wanted to They got one, a right? got like a like a. a got some kind of thing off that and tracked him back to tracked it back to his house and he was like long gone and they found like over i think it was like two and a half days worth of video recording Jeez. like 48 like 50 hours of recordings they couldn't find this guy because he had no he has no has no motive he he doesn't kill a certain type of person like sometimes you'll see serial killers only kidnap like Young blonde girls, or yeah, like, yeah. Or like just children, or like only take advantage of old people because they're easy to take advantage of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy, his first victim was a child. Second victim was a married couple. His third victim was some, um, like nineteen-year-old girl and her boyfriend. And then it was just like, was anybody? It was like he was just walking around doing his daily life and he would just see someone and think I want to kill them. Jeez, how fucked up do you have to be to think that? 
Exactly. It's oh. fucking crazy. Wait, so how was they... Watch this movie with my parents, and we had to like stop watching it. Wow. How, so how would the, how would the police? What would he? How would the police find the videotapes and everything? Would he just like mail them to him? So what happened was he had kidnapped girl. He had kidnapped a little girl from her front yard, um, and then he killed her. They like found her body, and he kidnapped the uh, the couple. And they found their body. And then in the movie, the next um, murder that's filmed is a or, or the kidnapping is a girl named Cheryl Dempsey. And she was home from college for the weekend and um, staying in her parents' house by herself. So she was 19. So she had her boyfriend stay over and they were like drinking a little bit and smoking and shit. And they fell asleep on the couch. And so he was in the house from the time she was in the shower, her boyfriend came to the house. They went downstairs, watched a whole movie, and fell asleep. And he was just sitting in the house the whole time. Ew, that's Damn. so creepy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just sitting there, like, waiting for them to, like, get relaxed. Did he get off to this? Like, what? Is... I have no idea. Didn't show like, anything like that. How? So how many people did he murder? Yeah, like, was, was, it, was it over, like... A thousand or something like that. It was a lot of people, right? Movie. It's kind of it's kind of skeptical because there's like only proof of him committing sixty murders. Uh huh. But they expect that over thirty six hundred people throughout the Northeast. Jesus. Jesus Christ. What? That's a lot of people. That's like, how does that just go unnoticed? That. Yeah. I don't know. It, like, that really makes you think. That really makes you kind of worry. That's on one site. The I mean, movie, in, this... it, in the movie, there is 60 people, around 60 people, though, that are confirmed by him. I mean, man, this makes you worry about our law enforcement. Like, this guy can get away with killing 35. 3,600 people. Yeah, there must be so many unsolved cases. Crazy. Uh, no, but with this Cheryl Dempsey girl, she was the only survivor of his, um, of, like, of him. He kidnapped her, and, like, wherever he filmed, it looked like some kind of, like, it looked like some kind of split-type basement deal where he kept these people. Mm-hmm. And, um, he kept her his like slave and in the videos that's like what he like made her call herself and everything and uh he ended up making her kill multiple wait say it again he ended up making her kill like multiple people he had kidnapped mm-hmm. oh wait he made her oh yeah what? he was like psychologically like trying to just destroy her so wow. she like and she so he, she like in there for eight years and had to kill like a few people. Like literally, he made them. He made her slit people's throats. This is no joke. Oh my god, man! So he ended up. They started like catching on to this these murders that he was doing because obviously they're they're like people know that these people are getting missing. So they've been had a profile on this guy for a while. So he knows that they're starting to catch on to him, kind of. 
So what he does is at one of his murder scenes, he doesn't take them back to his little dungeon thing. He like kills them and leaves them in the house and sets up a crime scene. What do you mean sets up a crime scene? With DNA DNA from a local sheriff's deputy. Oh, what? Into a sheriff deputy's house. Into like like his mustache comb. A bunch (laughs) of hairs. Like a bunch of shit. Like some and like all this stuff and like put his fingerprints on this little piece of paper and like stuck it all around, like stuck all this stuff around the crime scene. And so he was tried for all of the murders basically. And that murder specifically got um, the death sentence. Was he killed? Was executed September 9th, 2001, three days before nine 11. And on nine 11, this guy had the literally like the best plan in the, in the history of ever on nine 11. He sent a letter to the police and said, you missed one. And, um, said you executed the wrong guy. Holy shit. This is like some so Hannibal then, slash Dexter yeah, stuff. That yeah. is some Hannibal yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wow. And found the address to his house where his little basement was. And they went there found the two days, something hours of tapes and found Cheryl Dempsey in the basement. Like she only had one arm and she was like beaten and all this shit. And the oh. only word she had to say was slave. Ooh, oh, that's God. like uh game of Thrones. Um, yeah. Hodor. Re- reek, reek, reek. <laughs> it's uh, just like Hodor. that shit. Yeah. It's basically what he did. Too, yeah. My name's and, um, reek. I'm reek. <laughs> My name's reek. <laughs> He disappeared, and they've just still been investigating it. That's that's wild. What, what man. kind of clues do we have of who he is? Like, do we know anything at all? Um, he was reported to be at the time of his murders between twenty and eighty years. I mean, twenty. <laughs> twenty and eighty. <laughs> that's a that's long population. <laughs> I read nineteen eighty on this page, and it made me say eighty. <laughs> twenty and thirty years old, but they yeah. have no idea what he looks like because he was always wearing that mask. Was the mask again? Oh, yeah, yeah, the the Italian, yeah. Uh, I will link this in the record for you guys, so you can look at. So, Philip and Amr, we have now. We need to find DB Cooper, and we need (laughs) to find Edward Carver. Wait, that's we gotta get the work. Wait, dang, that's creepy. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll see some video. There's a video in the bottom right. Yeah, they're, they're very graphic. That the is picture, very graphic. There's a picture in there of him with Cheryl, and he has her like, in makeup and shit, and she is the legs of his side table. Like, she's, he has a top of a table <gasps> around dude, her neck. Oh, dude, this is going to be chills. What the fuck? Like, yeah. Look at that picture of her acting as a desk for him. <laughs> what? One where he's um walking behind the woman, his mask on too. What's crazy about this guy is like he filmed everything. Yeah, like he has thirty six hundred tapes. If that he put this kind of like, uh, if he put this kind of passion into maybe like Jesus. Twitch streaming or YouTube, he could be big. But no, he's corrupt. That's tough. Those videos are gruesome. 
They're really freaking weird. They look like something out of Criminal Minds. Jesus, dude. There was one, um, one lady where the couple that he kidnaps, he, he killed the man. He cut his head off and he inserted it into her abdomen. Mm. Like, moved her organs back and put it in her stomach and she woke up and it was like, And he, they've never that caught is, this. That, this that guy, is, that is this some guy's Hannibal still style. out there. He's this is the real life Hannibal. This could be Matt. Matt could be out. Matt this is you. <laughs> All right. So as of today, I am an alien, alien. and Edward Carver. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's why the Water Street Butcher, Butcher or Edward Carver. I don't know. I think Edward Carver is more formal. Right. The Water you Street know, Butcher only... kind of gives me a little too much fandom. Seems very Hollywood. So you just yeah. want to, you know, call you like like you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Call me Edward. Like, right, <laughs> call call me Mr. Carver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're pushing one uh, an hour fifteen, guys. I mean, oh, uh, that is fine. That's been pretty good podcast this week very interesting I think this has been very yeah i think it's been very interesting i hope our audience has enjoyed it yeah. thank thank you dylan for any... coming on as a yeah. guest oh, thank you for having me i, I want to see if there's um, any audience comments though before we get off here if anybody wants to say anything uh, uh, the, uh there have been some people commenting Era responded yeah Sorry. he said it was a, a obscure simpsons reference but thanks for the vote let's make america high again thank you mayor if <laughs> we can all back that mayor we can all back that uh, uh philip noob get hazy uh, yeah if you want to um come uh, we are live every wednesday don't say anything every wednesday every wednesday <laughs> except every this wednesday. wednesday yeah we'll, we'll yeah, be live every wednesday yeah but um you can come join the chat um like Get Hazy said, he asked a question, does Lady Gaga have a penis? And we discussed it. So yeah, if you want to get involved, you can uh, on twitch.tv slash the secret chat podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your uh, podcast, whatever platform. Um, Follow want- us on Twitter as well for right. weekly announcements. You guys want to plug anything? Uh, I don't no, think um, so. Uh, once again, want to thank uh, Dylan yes, for thank you, coming Dylan. on the chat today. Thanks for having me. I hope to get on another episode. Uh, oh yeah, it's a good episode. Soon sometime. Yeah, enjoy the guest right. star. Thank you guys for having me. Yep. Well, we'll see everyone next week back All on right. the Secret Chat podcast. See ya. All right. See y'all. Adios.